it's not just old people. I know it's really racist, and if we were, you know, governed by the FCC right now, I'd be fired. But I'm sorry, Asian people. Ugh, I don't know what it is. I've always said, whenever I see a bad driver, I've always said this. I've said this like twice, but I didn't get a lot of response. I said, whenever I see this like terrible driver in front of me, it's so sad and pathetic that I just assume it's an Asian. But what's more sad and pathetic is I'm curiously right. It's some Asian like behind the wheel. Like, of course. It's real. It's the real deal. I'm not, I'm not going to say that. So I'm allowed to say that. So it's fine. Um, and I've taken a lot of, yeah. uh, it's not like I've had a study, you know, going into a thesis for a PhD on the subject, but uh, I, I've uh, gathered a lot of evidence to support the claim. A lot of times I'm honking, you know, honks, and then finally honk, I get honk. around this person. And if it's not some asshole who could be of any gender, race, creed, texting while driving Creed. you know and they think that they could just take up all the time in the world texting while driving um i won't say nine out of ten all right we will be a little less racist here i'll say seven out of ten times i look as i'm passing the car and it's it's a person of a persons who may have asian descent or a just well not necessarily descent somebody who's asian I don't know why it is. Do they have really strict laws over in Eastern Asia? Maybe, maybe there's a reason for it. Does that make me sound less racist? When yes. Heather and I drove up to Georgia because we were running away from a hurricane. It was like a nine-hour drive. Uh, I was like, "Let's keep track of who the bad drivers are." And I shit you not, nine in a row. Oh. God, wow! I mean, there we go. Need I say any more? Nine. So that is nine out of ten. I'm like, this is a people. fact now. This is not a stereotype. No, we're, we're getting down to uh, no, it's reality weird. here. Um, you know, it, it's like I, I don't want to say fast. wake up, America, because that sounds like something you know that a bunch of fanatics at a Trump rally would say, Wake up, I don't want to run Asian people off the road here, but maybe we could just um, school them in a polite manner. Hey, look, keep up with the flow. This is America. You got, you know, time is money. This is red China. I feel like it's not, it's not like you're saying, yo, all Asians are bad drivers because they're not. It's, there's reckless drivers on the road in a high proportionate number of them are Asians. What make you of that? Because it's true. You know? Maybe it's then, that they're just so cautious. And then a, I think that's probably... You know, like, wonder what the car crash ratio is. But I don't know, though. Yeah. A lot of time I see them without, like, changing lanes without putting turn signals on. Like, that's not cautious. That's dangerous. No. no. Well, see, like, it, they're also timid. So they're, they're like, well, I don't want to put a blinking light on. It might distract someone. So I'm just going to Ninja like swerve <laughs> over here, swerve over to the left, to the <laughs> left. Um, what would I look up to find out that stat? Like racial car crash, yeah, uh, car accidents. I, I actually googled it once. Per race. An article on why Asians are bad drivers, and they said what this kind of alluded to was it's so crowded in these countries that a lot of times they're not used to driving on these like open roads in the U.S. because uh. they're they're cities. In Asia, they're just so packed. That's why a lot of Asian people get really close to you and they, they jump on your personal space when you're like, yo, there's like a million seats open and they're like sitting right next to you. Because they're right. like, it's like, like, like up against somebody. It's like everybody stinks. It's just the Asians get close enough for you to smell it. You know, yesterday, this is totally unrelated and it's not supposed to smear all Asian people. Um, particularly Korean, I guess, because I know they're com- they're commonly dry cleaners, and then that sounds racist too. But I drop off a bunch of shirts, and as I'm walking into a, it's a laundromat. It's actually by my house, but I've never dropped off dry cleaning there because I don't I don't need a laundromat. But uh, they say dry cleaning outside, so I drop drop off some shirts, and and this woman says, oh, "No dry cleaning here." I said, "But it says out front." Yes, I know. Only happy massage. <laughs> so. <clears throat> in America, 
Yeah, what do you got? The latest poll from 2016, accidents by ethnicity. First place, obviously, whites with 24,000 fatalities. Right. Next is Hispanic with 5,000. Third, the blacks, 4,500. Native Americans, 704. Asian in last place, 508. That's good. I, I don't want the Native American. The red man well, should be forgotten. Yes. Maybe it could be have because a place somewhere. The, the Asians are causing a lot of accidents. They're just really bad drivers driving slow. It's not yeah. like they're like ramming cars. Right. They're you just know? like not good. It's like they're behind or it's like they just got their license. Like, would you rather have like yesterday? Student drivers don't get me started. Or would you rather have like some crazy white kid behind you trying to pass you? I'd rather have the crazy white kid because then I'd be like, yo, just get in front of me. Go. Yeah, right. It would last a second. Right. With the Asian, the slow Asian, it this could be the entire trip, wherever you're going. But um, never escape. You know, yeah, right. In all fairness, this yeah. is this is really bizarre. You know, we talk about whites, so, and I get it, because I see the, the rich white kids in, in their M5s on the <sighs> Long Island Expressway, and they drive recklessly. And, and, you know, it's funny because you always see somebody pulled over by, uh, you know, if not one of the county cops. A lot of state troopers are now taking up the highways. Somebody got pulled over, and whatever it was, you hope it was something bad, but these assholes that I see driving like they're trying to kill somebody yeah, always seem to get away with it. Always. Happened to me this morning. Driving to work, there was some white kid and some Nissan behind me passing everybody. Finally, he passed me at a red light, drove on the shoulder, ran through the red light. Oh. I thought, that guy is either late for work and he's going to get fired or he's pregnant wife's yeah. in the car because th- that guy almost killed somebody. And I was like, there's so many cops in L.A. like everywhere. Right. Wouldn't that be funny if a a cop pulled you over and, you know, officer, uh, uh, I'm pregnant. (laughs) Officer, I show my boobs. I just lift up my shirt. (laughs) Look at these things. They're full of milk. How's the the audio sound on my mic? Can you guys hear me or do I? You guys actually, I I needed to say, Biscardi sounds the best he ever has. Ever. In five years, it is the best you've ever sounded. And Clark, you're, you're perfect now, too. You were a little close. I have my microphone actually in my hand right now. Oh, because my office right now is such a mess that uh, there's nowhere to really put my gear. So I decided to go to the bedroom, but you know I didn't want to video broadcast that. So I'm in the dark. Biscardi's like in a scene from The Godfather. Like I can't really see him. Like I know there's a person there, but I can't see him. I just see I just see a, a wife beater. That I cannot do. Um, yeah. Moving on, I guess to <laughs> go to take planes or trains next. Uh, Let's go with planes, I guess. I, yeah, trains is underrated. I feel like nobody takes a train, but I'll be damned if they aren't an efficient way to travel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, I get it. In and out like, you have to consider trains in a couple of different categories. There's um, right. You know, mass transit around. The subway. Yeah. And then there's Amtrak. Which I'm is... talking like Amtrak. Yeah. I know, like, public transit in New York things can be efficient, but if you, like, hop into Amtrak and 30th yeah. Street Station, Philadelphia, head to New York, you're there in 40 minutes, like, it's great. It's right. like 20 bucks, fine. But Dude, I used to go from the suburbs down to Philly uh, in college to go to Drexel, hang out with Agnew, $4. Great. It's great. But you don't see those rates anymore. It's no. honest. And I'll tell you, when I was in Europe, no. I never Pricey. took a train anywhere. It was exactly the same as draw as excuse me, as flying anywhere. Oh, that was another point I was gonna make about automobiles, by the way. Uh, I noticed that as as crazy as these Germans drive, and believe me, they're like uh the, the, the they drive their cars like they just got shot out of a a shotgun yeah. and their bullets. They're all James Bond. Right. They, they don't. I never saw <laughs> accidents. I really. Well, no, I take that back. Car. I did see an accident when I was working as an MP. I remember being called to a scene, but that was an American actually <laughs> who was driving in Germany. Oh God. So anyway, uh, of course. Uh, 
about the hammer of getting back to to let's go to talk about planes and then we'll talk about trains so this one's short you know how screaming kids we've talked about that on so many shows stop bringing your kids if they're not all right i get it maybe try them out once if uh no no that's bad yeah, if they're screaming and hollering, take that as a lesson. Don't bring them back on a trip. All right, they failed the test. Right, right. Which most of these little brats do. Uh, but I'm flying to, uh, so I was in Massachusetts last week. And it's beautiful up there right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yes, the foliage. Oh, yes, it's lovely. Visited uh, the, I got to visit Salem, Massachusetts again. I hadn't been in many, many years. Oh, goody practice. Has the foliage <laughs> turned? The foliage has. They are already way turn. ahead. Has it of, uh, I guess you know the the lower north northeast. Would you call the Jer- New York, New Jersey, tri-state area, Pennsylvania? Yeah, uh, you know they're turning Tri-state. brown. But you know New England always gets first crack at the foliage. Right. Yeah. First dicking. First snow. Oh, be looking. First. Snow. Last spring. Last winter. Right. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> flying back, and uh, on a uh, on the flight to MacArthur, there's this woman in front of me, and I guess this was her first trip to New York, but she would have think you'd have thought it was her first trip anywhere. She had this really thick Southern accent, and there's this guy next to her in the aisle in front of us, there, um, in the front of me, and he's saying, "So uh, your first time on Long Island?" Says, yeah, my husband. He got he got a fine job. <laughs> my husband works. He's a contractor. He redesigns a you know some some fancy restaurants y'all got up here. <laughs> Just I love it. That's not what I'm making fun of for her accent, even though it was horrific. No, it is funny. She's she took her camera phone out. And I'm surprised she had any memory left on this hour-long flight, very brief flight from Philadelphia to Islip MacArthur. She's taking pictures out the window of everything and everything. Like, I I get it must be really cool when you're in a plane for the first time, but this wasn't like a teenage girl, and maybe it was. I don't know anything about this woman. But how many pictures of a wing and clouds, which was nothing but clouds because it was really bad weather all last week. It's such a bad picture to take. Pictures. We take off in Philadelphia. You get a good skyline shot of Philly when you're flying out of um, Philadelphia International. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you're going in the northeast direction. So she got a good shot. All right. I get it. She's still taking it. All right. Picture, another picture and another picture. Uh, oh, she didn't I, have like the sound off, and oh, it was making. Oh, you heard the flash. She was making that fake <clears throat> old flash camera bad. sound. It's... Like that's the noise the camera had to make because like machine parts were moving to take a picture. Right. And it's fucking Apple of... just adds that. Right, it's got to be a software thing where it's totally unnecessary. They just want to give that effect. It's like shifting in a semi-automatic vehicle where you have an automatic, you want you're shifting, but you're not really. There's no clutch, so you're not really shifting, but it's got to make that sound. Right, Right. she doesn't stop taking pictures. We're we're um, you know flying over Long Island now, and I guess this was her first time seeing Long Island, and she's got a little bit of a closer view. I get it. Take a picture of something like that. Yeah. Pictures all the way to the runway. There's nothing to see but a tarmac. Oh, it's clouds. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 mean, I, had, to, I had to laugh. You know, dressed kind of white, trashy. Yeah, obviously. High, the, high, the high shorts. It's, it's like, wait till you get there and take a picture. It's like nobody cares about seeing a wig. Right. And a Maybe she got like the new phone. The, I heard the camera on it's insane. Our friend Chris Hutwalks, who's been on the show before, made a joke about that. He took a picture of the wing. He's like, hey, I'm on vacation. Pulitzer Prize right here. Look at this wing picture. 
You know, because it's like all people do. Standard wing picture, like when you're scrolling through whatever Instagram or Facebook, and you everybody's got scroll one. upon that you know circle picture. Right. Unless it's like something crazy, I'm just like going right by it. Yeah, I'm giving it a guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Clark when he was taking flying lessons. That's different. I get it. You get a pass there. You should take a picture. Yeah, I was operating like a plane. You know, um, yeah. I just don't see how many it takes because it's just a wing of a plane. That's uh, all it is. And there's just so many. If you put that on social media, how many people do you think haven't seen that? You it's know. like concert footage. They're like the worst videos ever. You're like, yeah, I can't I hear anything. I get it. You're having fun, but you're never going to watch these videos yourself. Right. What you're yeah. seeing and what you're hearing from your nosebleed section is not what we're seeing <laughs> here when we turn the sound on. Speaking so right. moving on to uh, trains now. Hold on real quick. Before we go to trains, I got a crowbar in. Something on planes. Have you guys ever been? You know how you always like, you get on an airplane, you either talk to the person next to you right away for the entire flight, you never make contact. Or you don't no say anything. Have you ever crossed the threshold where you like keep their number and contact them, but you never really, you know, you never will, but it ever gets to the point where you're like, yo, look me up, my email, and it never happens. Have you guys ever I, done that? I've never been given a number or given a number on an airplane before, ever. Uh, I did it once, and I moving in with the guy. When I first went to LA, I stayed in this cow for two weeks. I was like, this is the one time I use some kind of connection I made and actually use them. I kept in touch with this guy named Ramsey in 2005. And when I moved to LA in 2009, I still kept in touch. I was like, yo, can I like, crash there for a couple weeks when I find a job? Oh, I, I was like, this is one of those no times. No way. Like, you got to do it. But other than that, I was, I, I, I've done that in the past. Where I'll so, take car and I'm like, wait a minute. That guy that let you crash with him for like a week or two before you like found a place in California was a dude you met on a plane. Yeah, he was a black guy from Connecticut. Wow, he was reading the dude, Bible. That's awesome. Yeah, I have to he was say, reading the Bible. He was reading oh. Deuteronomy, and I was like, "Yo, that's a great book." Deuteronomy. Yeah, like God and stuff, and we talked Check. the whole flight. Good dude. And then I ended up moving in with him because like, I talked to him for like four years, like here and there. Whoa. And then uh, the place I moved into, the Kenmore, was a block over from where he lived. And I just looked on Craigslist for a spot to live. And this place was open. And that's how I met like Tim. So it was like one of those things that actually so, worked out. That's crazy. Right? I uh, I talked to a girl for an entire flight about yeah. like, crazy shit like yoga and writing and Shakespeare and Eminem and yeah. and we both lived in Florida, but we're from Philly, and we were flying back home. We we Facebook friended each other on the plane, and like a day after, you know, I got home and we went our separate ways. Uh, I Facebook messaged her. No response. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, and a date what later, I went on a date with Haya Ashley. <laughs> it was like was before the- Heather. It was like when I was broken up with the girl i moved down here with i was like single and i was like you know just looking for somewhere wet and warm to put it of course <laughs> somewhere to park the whole jalopy well, uh, uh, you know that's an ultimate fantasy by the way uh, yeah i've never and she was really good looking i've never been in the mile high club and i don't think many right. people have I, I a lot of the times i hear people who say that they have i think they're full of shit I, I no, think you can't just... really do it. If you're in the bathroom for a long time with a woman, they'll they'll say you go in there. Right. Yeah, it has to be like and you can't when really you have to do it almost when they're doing the food or when everybody's asleep on a really long flight. But I don't right. think it really happens. That barely counts. And everybody's got a fantasy of a stewardess. I, you know, hey, well, know. we're we're sharing oh, yeah. the same hotel together. It seems. You know, you see that in TV and in the movies, but in reality, that that doesn't really happen. If I was single and on an airplane, (laughs) I would be like, if I would find the most attractive stewardess. And by the time the plane landed, we were like going to, you know, go back to the bar, bump into each other and then go back to, you know, her room and every time. And now right. train like conductors, female, this is a good segue into the train conductors because a lot of them are females. 
None of them are hot, really, Strange. but there's something kind of sexy about them. Oh, I've uh, never seen one. A female train. Oh, Long Island Railroad's got plenty of them. Uh, they come around, take the tickets, and they... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess the 300-pound women <laughs> uh, for the Philadelphia yeah. are not really... Take it home There's something kind of sexy about them, I guess. I don't know what it is. Um, they're yeah, uniform. They're terribly attractive. Yeah, maybe it's the uniform. I think it's because they're so nice to me. Um, right. And I, 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 when I say nice, they... Uh, uh, quite often, I won't say why. They'll give me my ticket back, and I get to reuse my ticket. Um, Good. That's very they're, nice. They're, that's that a, is nice. So anyway, something hot about that. God bless those ladies. Thank you very much for your service. Let's get on to um, some of the peeves I've had. You know, I, I'm making daily trips back into the city. Being that I don't live in the city, there's a lot of inconvenience to it. You know, I don't live there anymore. So I'm back on. I'm a bridge and tunnel guy again, and uh, you're a troll. Bridge and tunnel. You see the same people all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, the commuters. Wow, the rats the John in the race. You see, and like the characters John. Candy I'll go to a different train station and take a different line oh. just to get away from those people. And get to other people. But you know what? There's never any such luck. You, you find the same problems with just new people. And the same problems are always, uh, well, they're the same. One of them is there's the woman, which I can probably make a whole list of There's the woman on the phone, on the speaker phone with the kids. Oh, oh no. Daddy's speaker phone? The speaker phone and oh, it's loud dumb. and it echoes. And today what I'm listening dollars. to this one. And uh, this conversation went on for a little while. You know, if, I get it. If you just say real quick, hey, honey, I'm on train. I'll be home at this time. I'll get back to you later. Uh, you would have total respect for me if I said, hey, look, it's noisy. I don't want to uh, uh, disturb people. So I'll be home at this time. Yeah. And uh, just text me what you want for dinner, and I'll get it. You'd have so much respect for me, but they—these people are so self-centered. They think that yeah. the world revolves around them, and everybody wants to hear their conversation. Huge They're effect. not in the least bit humiliated no. talking right. out loud in front it's, of a bunch of silent people. It's admirable to say, and I'll do this if, like, Jen, if somebody calls in public, I'm like, hey, let me call you right back from in line, and it's like no questions asked because there's those people that just talk. And if I have to like talk on the phone, I'm like, "Hey, I'm in line. Let me call you back. I'll I'll do that. I'm in line. You know, I don't want other people to hear my conversation. It's so rude. I have a great yeah, idea. I know. I have a great idea. Next time this happens, and I catch somebody, I'm gonna text you boys, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, somebody video yeah. me, and I'm gonna recite. I'm gonna say that. Hey, I'm on a train, and then I'll put you on speaker, and then maybe uh, somebody will get the idea." Because there's so many people you know, they don't want to be rude so or say anything. But you know, everybody around them is thinking, I wish somebody would say something. And they then there's that thinking. one person that they're afraid of that would say, what a dick, you know, that's so rude. This person's talking to their child. But to today I wanted to say, your kid sounds like a real pussy. Yeah, uh, sounds like a real what? Do you guys uh, have... Like, mom, ha mom, where are you, mom? Are you okay, mommy? I wet the bed. Uh, Do you guys have the people that play? Oh my gosh, you have to take pictures. Really? Can't wait to go. Can I go one day, mom? Do you guys? Uh, do you guys have the people that play music on the cell phone in public anywhere? That's out here, and you're like, yo, I don't want to hear your your bumble rapper when I'm in at yeah. Rite Aid. That in my uh, in my. Turn off your phone. Oh wow! And like a real see, I, I at our clubhouse we have a gym, and it's like this tiny little. There's like three treadmills. It's really small. Yeah. And I was there the other day, and these three teenagers were there, blasting their crap. You know, oh. it's never it's never good music that they're blasting, and you don't mind. Creepy. It's like some it's unknown shit. And yeah. you know, because I just have a desire not to be an old man. I didn't say, guys, what the fuck? I can hear you through my headphones. Uh, but it was torturous, and I was it's like, you're fucking idiots. Like, why, how do you think that's okay? 
Right. If you put Eye of the Tiger on for everybody, suddenly you'd all be in a workout mood and you'd be right. A hundred percent. But if you heard here, just which is what we hear outside of the, and I'm probably doing bad. It's all bass. Uh, you know, I'm not the cat, the police academy guy, but that's really what it sounds like. Is and it's outside it's of like, our, our, and it's the same guy. He's our neighbor, and he's a nice kid. We don't really know him, but he's a nice guy. Well, I say kid. He's probably thirty years old, and um, he drives a Scion, and it's got a system. So yeah, he he invested in yes. one of those Scion wagons, but put They're a real- built with like really good music systems. Yeah, and he he. Blast because I I guess the system is out the back. So yeah, that's like how they built those cars. Out the back, and uh, it's like clockwork. So he's got to bring, he's got to just, um, he's got to blast out to the entire neighborhood. Everybody's got to hear the. Bang. You don't even hear the lyrics of whatever the the artist is saying. You just hear that thump, and that um, that just. Uh, what is it? A synthesizer? I don't know. A bass. A bass. Well, yeah, you hear the bass too. But uh, yeah, it's just this horrendous sound, like John said. It's not even used. It's all you hear is like a synth, and you're like, okay, thanks. Thanks for letting me hear your song. What were they blasting in? Uh, where did you see you were, Clark? Walgreens? Walgreens, yeah, some kid oh was playing some song on his phone, and I was gonna say something, but then his girlfriend was like, "Yo, turn that off." And I was like, "Ah, oh, there you go, there you go." I, was I don't at know what station the other day, and somebody was playing the music bumping out of their system while they were pumping gas. I'm like, "Stop it!" Oh god, that's anywhere on Long Island. So anywhere, I think on Long a lot of people that do that, and this is why it's never something that's known, is, is because they're like an artist or like a friend of an artist that's unknown and they're like trying to get people to like notice it. That's not not a good, Hey, I never heard anyone say, yo, I heard this great new artist. Where'd you hear him? Some jack off was blasting at a gas station. Oh really? That makes me want to go (laughs) by there. Where's the SoundCloud? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they're hoping someone's going to be like, Hey man, what you, uh, what you booming out? What is this? Oh, that's my cousin. Alexander. Alexander, I got a buddy, Alexander the Great, and God bless him. Really, he's a he's a good buddy, but um, you know he's he's a, he's a young lad. He's not quite thirty yet. He's still in that phase that we all were. You know, like you know, we were all that ruled the world, and uh, we were so pretty, and it was all about the U S S Y. Um, edit that. What's that so, spell? <laughs> So uh, he bought a he bought a Challenger. That's uh, he bought it. It was a 2016. He bought it in the Bronx, and I said, "Bro, look, don't buy it from a hood shop. Uh, I know you want this car, but something's got to be wrong with it somewhere, or something's got to be oh, yeah. a legal issue." Anyway, so apparently, the, incidentally, uh, he did get a call. The feds had the uh, the VIN number. Or something, and so we had to prove that he wasn't the previous owner. <laughs> so yeah, I told you so. But anyway, he's got uh, he's got this the uh, shaker engine. It's got like four hundred eighty five horses in it, and that's the most power he's ever had. And I get that's it. A lot. He wants to show it off, but he shows it off everywhere. He could be in a parking lot, and he's got to do the burnout. He knows there's people watching. He's mm. got it heard. Scene, so he puts the, the the music on, he revs the 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 rear wheels, and he makes sure everybody knows he's on the block. Yeah, he's he's in the hood. Yeah, so uh, he's on the scene. Yeah, I, I, I have to uh, so take it easy when he's when I'm driving with him. I gotta say, take it easy, bro. <laughs> um, where, where did he little? What's up? I'm sorry. Where did you buy the car? Like some hood shop in the Bronx? He bought it at a used car dealer in the Bronx. The kind of place where they put the GPS in the car. They charge a ridiculous VIG. Uh, yeah. And, you know, if you don't pay it, they'll just come repo the car. But you paid so much in, in interest that... Um, they're making money. Yeah, they're always making money. 
He still got it though. I mean, he he just wanted a car. I'm not trying to say the guy had bad credit or anything. He just um, wanted bought, this car. It's a lot he's of horses. A young guy, and he, he he got a deal on a place that sold him a, a Challenger that he wanted. Uh, but I gotta tell him all the time, you, you gotta take it easy. You just you're inviting the trouble. I know you've since you've you've lived here, you've made a lot of cop friends, but that little blue American flag plate frame you got is, is it's not going to thwart off the law if you're doing 90 miles an hour in a 45 zone, which you'll do. Yeah. But that's, that's a lot. Of, you know, he just, he's got to be seen. He wants to be seen, wants to be heard. So the he's age, got, man. He's, gone, he's got the tires moving and he's not the only one. That's the way, that's just the way the island rolls, I guess. Trying to get paid. They all got the seen. strong island bumper stickers, these kids on the windows. <laughs> it's like, gotcha. do you think the you know East Side Mafia guys had jackets with East Side Mafia on the back? <laughs> East Side Mafia. <laughs> Whatever. That's funny. Yeah, okay that none of these kids are even old enough to remember who Junior Mafia was. Yeah. I know. East Coast. It's funny when you see kids like that. And you're just out here. It's a lot. It's like a black. It's a new black Honda Civic with a system. And you're like, oh, so original. That right off the lot standard Civ that you just threw some JL audios in the back. You're so fucking cool. It's such an irritating expression of I don't know what. Art, yeah. individualism. No. Yeah. Right. I don't know. John so that's planes, trains, and automobile pet peeves. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good segment. We should revisit that. Tweet us and at new viewers. Train. Tweet us the underscore podcast will take us. Planes and automobiles pet peeves. Not to be confused with the planes, trains, automobiles film, which is the best company of all time. Or confuse us with that, and that's or, that's okay. It's good radio. It's good radio. Good it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I uh, I watched Rental last night. Good Halloween flick. It's a 1985 comedy with John Candy about him going on vacation. It has nothing to do with October, but I watched it. You guys ever seen this film? Yeah, it was actually on recently. I was getting a haircut, and my barber plays a lot of 80s flicks. It's an underrated film. Oh it's yeah, good. I've seen I've seen parts. I, I think I've seen this. You get the Hawaiian shirts on the whole time. Big Bear Chase Me. What's that? Big Bear Chase Me. Isn't that the the movie? Oh, that's the Great Outdoors. Oh, Great Outdoors, right. It's basically the same movie, but in the summertime. He's like at the beach. Yeah. And instead of a bear, he's like trying to win the regatta. But the whole, he's just, it's just funny. It's just a great flick. He beats Rip Torn, who's a, uh, like Rest a in peace. Bar owner. Yeah, he just passed away. Yeah, that guy was, that guy was like an anomaly. Yeah, I was like, is this it? Like, this is this is this is what he does. He throws confetti in the air and he just kind of like shouts one-liners. How amazing! Mm. But I guess there there had to be a guy like that. No, was that Rip Torn? No. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that him? Creator of Saved by the Bell just died today. Oh really? Oh shit. Oh, no, no, no. Who the hell am I thinking of? No, I think you're right. The confetti another guy. Rip Taylor. Yeah, it's another Rip. Rip Torn is... Uh... He was a man of black. Do I have to drink urine? No, but it's sterile and I like the taste. Yeah, right. She can he dodge died. a no, wrench. He, he, he died a ball. this year, too. He died in July. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you guys watch Howard Stern on uh, Bill Maher on Friday? Did I did? It was like a trailer for like a three-hour interview that they wanted. You know, like they keep like getting into like a great topic and then like that's another time for another time. Uh, I don't know how much longer thing. Howard Stern can say. So I've been doing therapy. I started doing therapy and it changed my life. He said that on a hundred different talk shows. We get it. You did therapy. Yeah, well, he's in They're LA for like a week. A shock jock anymore. He, yeah, he's in LA for the week, and he's done like Ellen, Bill Maher, Sirius, Jimmy Kimmel. He's just been like doing another show, plugging this book. He kissed Ellen. He kissed Ellen. 
And she's no, taken a lot of heat lately. Really. I know. Just for saying something about George Bush. It's for his yeah. um, his book guy <laughs> said, like, you got to do this for Christmas. Yeah, and then the bonehead so like Mark away. Ruffalo comes up with a tweet saying, until George W. Bush has been tried for what he did to the <laughs> Iraq people. That ship has sailed. I know. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, Hulk? Like, just stop being political. Like, get out of here. I mean, that's, that was so long ago. Like, what are we going to do here? Uh, that's like what Sean Keaton what are you gonna said. Do? Sean Keaton said that in our show. I mean, three months later, he came out for Trump. But he's like, I don't get yeah. political because it divides your fan base. There's people right. that might stop liking you. And that's, like, right. that's true. And now, isn't it funny how some like celebrities, I guess, are like they make it like a big deal and to make their announcement of who they endorse, like it's really right. like this. Like I guess it is sort of like a minor impact, but not really. But I not, just not, uh, subtle weird. impact. I don't see. Depends uh, who you are, I guess. I don't see how anybody could endorse. I'm not going to say I don't see how any of the, anybody could endorse a Democrat because half the world would, but. You know, after watching the debates before we we got up to bone on the show, yeah, uh, Bernie going on about how he hates Bill. It, it was the same story. This has been how many debates right now, and they're just talking about this same thing over and over again. Get rich people's money. I know, and what's really sad is they, uh, you know, like Liz Warren will talk about how you know <clears throat> we Liz cannot text. I will not tax the middle class. I will tax the wealthy. <laughs> the middle class. I will tax the her, wealthy. I don't think yeah, is the yeah, same idea deliver. as the middle class to the rest of the world. See, all these Democrats are afraid to use the term low class. You've never heard the low class mentioned no. in no. any political forum ever. No. Because it's not politically correct to insult people by saying low, low class. class. Yeah, lower class. They don't they won't go down that road. Right. So what's the middle class then? It's you're either middle class or you're wealthy. That's yeah, nobody knows. Or you're poor. Yeah, it's like this broad middle class. So when they get on these yeah, it's like they get on the debate stage, they'll they'll say something one way and they'll put it delicately but then where are they going to go after that to campaign they're going to go the the white lady right. is going to go into the hood and yeah. tell all the black people that hey i'm the cool kind and you should vote for me and i am for reparations and then you got Kamala Harris who's up there t tonight and she you know she's doing the identity Kamala <laughs> And that nasally voice of hers. <laughs> and she's I, saying, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up for reproductive rights. And I don't understand I'm all for, by I, the way, a yeah. woman's right to choose, but you can't pretend like Roe v. Wade is really threatened. No. And you can't and you can't use reproductive where it doesn't belong because reproductive rights you make it sound like women have the right. We're, we're oppressing their right to have children, and we they say we say they have reproduction. You're trying to destroy reproduction with what they're advocating, which means they're trying. The her whole plan is she wants more women to get free abortions, and I'm not right. even condemning that. I'm just saying that's not reproductive rights. Stop putting it delicately. Yeah, they always try to say. You want free abortions. Yeah, they always try to mix it up with the words. I know. I can't stand it. It's like it's, it's what we could say in five words. They take like three sentences to say. Right. right. Yeah, they always, they always There's all these double up. negatives. and That was a conversation I had last week at dinner with a lawyer friend of mine, a colleague and something I'm working on right now. And I said, you know, Ooh. why do lawyers have to stretch all their verbiage out to the point where the person reading it who doesn't have the law degree has no idea what he or she is signing to. And he explained to me, and I never knew this before. Maybe I would have found out if I had gone to law school, which I kind of wanted to go, but I was too dumb. He said, because lawyers used to get paid by the word. Oh, really? I had no idea. Did you say, Mr. Cochran, there's no need for gratuitous alliteration here? 
There's also like it also leaves it more up for interpretation because it's so wordy. Everything done with simple this for an apartment. Twenty-seven word run-on sentence. Quiet enjoyment is defined as (laughs) quiet. Uh, The one thing about Elizabeth Warren that bothers me is when she says things like, "I'm going to break up Facebook because it's so big." It's like I feel. If you're, no, you're not, and you're making money doing this, yeah, Facebook is is big, and you know it's not great if you're trying to start a social media platform. But like, just they, they did things little... up with our allies. That's all that fucking matters. Yeah, stop. I don't like when they attack big businesses. I get it if it's a monopoly. If it's uh, yeah, like right. back in the old days when like J.P. Morgan owned everything, you're like, okay, this might be too much. But like, you could still create another website like Facebook. Uh, like Snapchat. I mean, they're not going to do as well. Facebook's a giant, but you just can't like break that up. Right. Know? It's kind of like they're trying to do what was cool in like 2004-ish, I guess, when what were the big companies that got in trouble? Goldman Sachs, maybe, or like Halliburton? Like, yeah, like Fannie couple- Mae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got like busted and it was like, I'm, I'm just going to kill a spider. Like, I'm shutting them down. Shit. And uh, Biscardi's killing a spider real quick. He should take a camera. He's in the small clothes. Yeah, he's nude. But yeah, it's like, just keep things cool with the rest of the world. Just keep us safe. Yeah. Fuck, I'm like terrified lately. Small clothes. Good thing I'm recording the video, too. I see your nuts. Oh, there's Karen. Oh, this is wild. This is uh, this is going to be our highest rated. <laughs> and I'm videoing it. That was a Halloween decoration I just killed right there. That thing was huge. Oh, shit. Where is Biscardi? I hear his voice, but I don't that see him. Oh, there ghost. he is. That was a ghost. That was a magic trick. <laughs> oh, I wish I saw it. I hate spiders. I hate them. I just murdered a bunch around my house with this super spray. Oh, yeah. You were like John Goodman in arachnophobia. What happened? There was just millions of webs, dude. I mean, and they were having a feast. And I just came at them with this, like, murder spray. And they just turned into, like, a glob of death. (laughs) A gelatinous. I leave their web up there as a reminder to other spiders. Like, yeah. You wonder why this is empty? Yeah. Stay away. Or the rains of murder (laughs) fall upon your breast. They fall upon your beaded breast. (laughs) By the hammer of Thor. Beaded breast. I wonder if these spiders down there are synonymous with Halloween and people think of decorations. Like, oh, they got some really good decorations. That's what I was... Decorations carrying a virus. Dude, that's what I said. I was like, did you see the spider webs out there to Heather the other day? She's like, no. Why? I'm like, they look like fake Halloween decorations, but they're real. Like, they're there's real. so many damn webs. Yeah, you and said it, that like, on a show. It like oh, drizzled. Man. Oh, damn it. I reused that bit. I re- <laughs> no, it's a good bit. It's like yeah. Shady got sick. You're like, yeah, yeah. she used up four of her lives already. She only got five left. <laughs> it's a great bit. Yeah, that one's huge. I've been using a that one's a killer. Joke. It's a popular one. Terrible joke. I got this. I have this big zit on my forehead from all the bullshit. So I pop it and all this pus. And oh, I love it. Out. I love it. People are like, "What happened to your forehead?" And I go, "I've AIDS." Like Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. But they're like, "What's on your forehead?" I've AIDS. Oh, oh. What? Really? No, no. It's from Philadelphia. It's a great flick, right? Isn't that funny? No, it's not. That's not funny. No. Yeah. I like the like almost cut them off. You know, response. Uh, you know, what's that on your phone? I have eight. I have it. Oh. oh, oh, you cut me off and uh, fuck. And sorry, the worst thing possible. Terrible. Uh, we have Alexa installed in the home, as you guys do, I'm sure. Uh, we all know they listen to you and they do. I do not, so. nor I. I. I said to Jen, I was cleaning the other week, and I said, Yeah, I want to watch Outbreak. I haven't seen that in a while. And I go to the TV, and Outbreak was the first thing that showed up as the suggestion. So I was like, okay, I know, I know Amazon's listening because I own Prime. But I did that I have AIDS joke thing, 
and I saw four commercials for AIDS, <laughs> AIDS, HIV wow. vaccination this week. And I'm like, stop listening to what I'm saying. It's like where Alexa backfires. It's like half the things they say are bullshit. That's what I'm worried about. Are you worried about the... Yeah, the I don't do Alexa. No, it's just I bugging me. Don't, I don't have... Right, just shut up. It's terrible. And, you know, for the most part, I can find out the weather by just looking. Yes. <clears throat> I don't use Alexa for anything practical. Except for, like, background music. I'm not like, hey, what's the news today? What's the weather? I just don't. I don't need it. Yeah. No. Tweet us. Dick us. Yeah, school podcast. You guys want to take a quick break? Come back and do the uh, last half of the show. Sure. All right. We shall return abruptly, salaciously, and sexually after this. And we're clear. Buckle my penis. And a rare change of pace and a juicy, salacious, hot potato of What wonder. is this? We all talk about Comic John, the greatest YouTube channel on the internet. But right now, we're hijacking this for Comic Clark and we're going to talk about one of the most neglected, forgotten comic films of all time. And that is one that we've never, ever discussed on the show before. And that is Dick Tracy. Ooh. What happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. If you're not familiar with Dick Tracy, you need to get yourself out of the little box that you're in, put a ladder up, crawl down, and out. watch the film. Dick Tracy was a comic staple since the 1930s. Uh, it pretty much climaxed, if you will, the oh. 1931 film. After that, you kind of never heard about it again. Why? It's for another time, but Warren Beatty ultimately owns the rights to Dick Tracy. He got these rights at a time when... uh the creator uh, had passed. He bought the rights, and people didn't think anyone was interested in Dick Tracy. But he's retained these rights going on almost 30 years, so nothing can be done. But there's so many people, including us, that want to make this franchise happen or have tried to, but he's just holding on to these rights. And as a legal stipulation to keep these rights, he has to do an appearance as Dick Tracy every 10 years, which he does. And that doesn't have to be a film, and it's not. It could be uh, a television special for 10 minutes, which he did. 2011, and he'll be doing another one in 2021. So I guess the question is what the world has done. Is there still a need for Dick Tracy, or have people sort of brushed to the side and moved on? Because if you think about it, Marvel, MCU, uh, DC, uh, things like Deadpool, other spinoffs, original content has taken center stage. The world doesn't need Dick Tracy anymore. But wouldn't it be Welcome. What's your dick on? In, in the next five years, Dick Tracy is going to be on some streaming service as a TV series. It's going to be huge because, well, it has the potential to be huge because of the the cast, the, the, the amount of villains, the amount of different crazy villains, and their different levels of power that they could play with throughout uh, dude i'm telling you Character. there's so much potential for dick tracy in this day's uh age of of entertainment watching you don't do yeah. another movie you don't do a remake fuck that that's such a waste yeah. you do a series you do it set today but his technology like the watch is even crazier than any watch you've ever seen like the yeah. apple watch is old compared to what he has it's like now. an iWatch or i watch on crack there's just so much you can do. It's like a James Bond watch. Right. Yeah. Or like even it's like a, a Tony, it's like a Stark tech watch. Uh, if he had one. Um, he will. There's so much and, to do though. And Warren Beatty, I feel like Warren Beatty is going to do the same thing that the original creator or owner or whatever did and like die. Yeah, and it's going to be like up for grabs. Yeah, you know I feel I mean? like somebody's going to jump on that. And it's so weird to me that he has the rights to that because it was a Disney-produced film. So you figure Disney would just scoop up those rights. But it was like Warren Beatty who bought them and then approached Disney. Disney made the film. And the interesting thing about Dick Tracy is just what John said. There are so many characters. There's the blank. 
There's the rodent. There's Lips Manless. There's Big Boy. And all these guys are in like different sects. There's like one gang, this gang. Like there's so many story arcs you could do where yeah. like, one gang teams up with another, which they did in the film, or this guy goes rogue, or this guy's an informant, or Dick Tracy gets hurt and the kid steps up. And there's just so much, so many elements in Edge City, which is the name of this, the town, which is. Oh, is that where it's set town. in Edge City? Yeah. Or it's, That's it's not cool. Edge City. It's, uh, it's, I think Edge City's the mask. It's, um, it's oh. something like that, but it, it has it's basically like Chicago, but there's so many different oh, Chicago, things right. going on. Um, there's like sexual undertones. There's like the hero story arc. I'm just so shocked that they made one film in 1991 and that was it. And with everything going on with all the popularity, it's because of like one guy is holding that back. It seems a little selfish. The uh, the amount of villains is what would drive the show. Um, and it, 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 I mean, you could really do it really well. And I even think that you can do it with the yellow hat and the yellow trench coat. You just modernize it, make it cool. And this guy's cocky enough to wear a yellow shit, you know, like he's like a Han Solo, like Dick Tracy's kind of like Indiana Jones. Like he's kind of like a dork, but he's kind of like a fucking badass at the same time. It's so weird. They're like yeah. this combo of, of 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 man. It's who he There's is so in the day, who he wants to be. This it's badass detective. Um, and I I just I'm waiting any day now for not any day now, but I would say in the next five years we're gonna hear someone's making this. And it's gonna be on a streaming service. It's gonna be on Peacock, NBC's new streaming service is called Peacock, and. Right. It's going to be awesome. The villains. You're going to hear about it first because it's going to be the, the yeah. force behind the podcastle that mm-hmm. puts forth this motion. Biscardi's already written some drafts. John's going to heavily gut them and rewrite them. <laughs> the movie. The movie. Sorry, I, I forgot what I was going to say earlier. That's why I kind of just rambled. Uh, the movie did. Um, what you could do in a TV series, but they smashed it into two hours. You know, like they can build all these different bad guys, all these different villains, and culminate it at the end of like season one and then at the end right. of season two. Because there's so many of them. Like if you go to the comics, the movie only used like half of the bad guys, not even. That's uh, all they can fit in. Right, so I can cram in, and while it is an awesome story with mumbles and big boy, you can drag that out and make it better, and make and it, it like really m- more character planned. developed. Right, and if, and I love the film, but it, they they put so much in in two hours because they're like, that's why when you watch the movie, it goes by very quickly. At least for me, because you watch it, and all of a sudden the opening scene, uh, lips manless gangs get shot, and then all of a sudden they're finding the kid with Steve the Tramp. And then all of a sudden, their big boy's bribing them. And then there's a meeting with the gangs. And then Breathless Mahoney comes in. And then Tess leaves them. But why does that? The blank comes in. And then 88 Keys comes in. And then the district attorney becomes corrupt. And then there's a fire. It's like, it's it's basically an episode. What could be an episode, per Right, so right, right. Like, just abbreviate this. Right. And it would so be true. Huge. And what they did, I mean, imagine like a modern-day backdrop, like you said with Dick Tracy. Instead of Breathless Mahoney in that like purple '30s roadster, you had like I don't know, I'm making this up, someone like Lady Gaga playing Breathless Mahoney and like right. a purple Bugatti showing up. Like, there's just so much you could do, dude. And imagine every episode is sort of like Lost, where it's a different villain, but you're on the point of view, like you're from the point of view of the villain, like you see what he's like at home. Like yeah. when he's, he's all weird and you know like i'm thinking of uh just you like know? flat top like flat top like when he gets out of the shower and his hair's his head is still like flat and his hair comes like yeah. what is it like all wet but like he's little, still just face. a guy hey, or little face like what is little face doing the laundry that would be perfect because they don't really develop the character i mean they develop the main characters dick tracy but they don't show like the backdrop of these guys. They're just infinite. They, they just like, show up about them. in costume, like right. as they are. It'd be cool to see like make does them Flat have a wife. Does Itchy like what does he do? Do these guys have day jobs? Any of them? Are they just gangsters that live in like flats? What happens? I know, right? Exactly. No, what's the backdrop? Yeah, like one of them is just a true gangster. He sleeps like on like uh, 
you know, stairways or whatever, fire escapes. Right. Um, but most of them have, like, some sort of home life. Yeah. Like, like mafia guys, so, too. They have, like, a so family. crazy to, like, watch them juggle being a gangster for Big Boy or whoever, you know, the boss is. Yeah. And just, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, brush his teeth and shave and you know, wash up and have some dinner. This right. big way of a family where he's like, you know, dealing with issues like pensions and crap like that. Right, right. He's a business owner. At the end of the day, he owns all these businesses. Cholesterol. Like, yeah. Social media. How does that play in? Blood pressure. Blood right. Pressure. Social media. I need you all off Twitter. I need you. That was what? The what? 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 But I wanted to just crowbar that in. We can uh, we can wrap up the comic comic John tonight if you want. I just wanted to. Yeah, no, that was a great that was a great one because we've had this conversation on the podcast all the time. Um, right. How how this is a hit show waiting to happen. Uh, it just matters who has the money to do it. It seems like the last I read that there was there was something in the works. But that seems to be removed oh, from uh, rights to adapt in other media. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I don't see anything now. If you look at Dick Tracy, uh, if you just Google Dick Tracy and the news comes up, you click on the news, it's all either articles that were taken down or opinion pieces like of what we're talking about right now. Like, why is it the Dick Tracy? Uh, the first one is Dick Tracy. Can nation divided stand for much longer? And they're talking about, you know, why isn't there more Dick Tracy movies? And it's never, you never see like, you know, Warner Brothers in talks for Dick Tracy or J.J. Uh, Abrams mm. discussing a possible Dick Tracy series. Mm. Because there's just, it, it like gets snowballed. It gets dead mm. in this Hollywood red tape bureaucratic bullshit where they just don't nothing comes to fruition and it's just bizarre wow that's awesome though yeah it's still under the the radar it just seems like one of the last untouched yeah ips that could be like explored or exploited for you know whoever does it dude that's sitting there interpret interpreted interpreted I think our interpretation of Dick Tracy uh, would be the only way to do it. A modern day, yeah. a just modern day villain point of view that you know is linear, where like the whole thing reads like an individual comic book, but it's part of a big long story. Yeah, it would be perfect, and it could also be done for people that have never read the comics, which I haven't until I got into the film and like I read them after. But it could be also done for people that don't know anything about it or that are huge fans. Like there are seeing them eggs that work. Seeing them after they take their gangster coat off. That's what would loop in the people that don't even know that this is a comic adaptation. Right. It would humanize them. And I wonder I, I I'm sure we could get away with the title Dick Me. Dick. It's perfect. Dick me. You've heard it here. With an exclamation point. Yeah, Yeah. trademarked. That's actually a shirt on uh, kingmanproductions.net in the pod store. It's it's Dick Me. That's kingmanproductions.net. Yes. And yeah, it looks like it's like Dick Tracy font, but it says Dick Me. Dick Me. By the way, I love the last video on the Comic John channel. You use the... uh, Oh, yeah, iMovie. Yeah, I like it. It's good. It's really good. It's like <laughs> visually, it makes me visually erect. It's like I can't decide which ones are I'm gonna do with that, and which ones I'm gonna do like this. Maybe these will just be video, and those will just be you know images. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, it's whatever mood, whatever Pardon tickle, my, tickles you that day. Pardon my tongue. No. Uh, so that's it. I want to get it off my breast. And that. Oh, right. The water scene. I thought I heard a phone ringing. I did too. Microphone sucks. You're just stand. You're just. You're just a little close to it. Yeah. I'm, 
Now it's good. But when you're like all the way up, like this, doesn't give me 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 Ari, you know, like a la 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 figaro. An Ari. An Aria. Aria. A Aria. An Aria. Calling Dick Tracy by Jim Corcus. Calling Dick Tracy. Calling Tracy. Hold up at the left. At the left warehouse. Mouse Planet, October second, two thousand nine. I like Dick Tracy, the movie. 